to you from Washington, D.C. Reporting on that 2024 Australian Open being held in Melbourne, Australia. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford. Nine fifty-five a.m. We are bringing you day eight. Uh, day eight results here, uh, where the players are playing vying for top dollar here, and have all made it uh, to the fourth round, playing their fourth round matches, and moving on into that quarterfinals. The, uh, we're looking at the uh, payout for this particular round to be uh, close to six hundred thousand uh, dollars. That is when. Uh, player makes it to uh, quarterfinals. Those players who made it to the fourth round, uh, but bowed out in the fourth round, got their paycheck there, uh, lined up for them for $375,000. Those who won moved on into that next level where their paycheck rounds out to be close to, if not exactly, $600,000. And those players are, who have made it into the quarterfinals, are Audrey Rupert, number five seed here, who defeated uh, his opponent, uh, goes by the name of Alex De Manor, there of Australia. 24 years old, there, seated number 10, ranked number 10 in the world. Bowed out to that Audrey Rupert, seated number five there in the world. Audrey Rupert, there, who is 26 years old, ranked number five in the world, is also playing doubles there. Uh, have made it to the quarterfinals. Uh, here and uh, has a check waiting on him for $600,000 as a result of making it there. Novak Djokovic also made it to the quarterfinals again here, defeating uh, his opponent there in the fourth round match on that Rock Labor Arena. His opponent goes by the name of Adrian Merino, Merino from France, uh, 35 years old. Is that player ranked number 19 in the world, seated number 20 there, ran up against fourth round opponent there, number one in the world. Uh, this particular Menorino has played 14 Australian Opens before and is currently competing in the men's singles and the men's double. Got bowed out there, got beat up on uh, by uh, Novak Djokovic, number one seat, uh, who won that match six love, six love, six three. Double bagel there is what that's called. Still reporting uh, at that very top arena there, that rock labor arena there. Coco Goff defeated her opponent there in straight sets. 6-1, 6-2. Her opponent there goes by the name of Melanie Magdalena French. Uh, there from Poland, 26 years old, ranked 69 in the world. Uh, there, she's played Australian Open, the Australian Open twice. Uh, there and is only playing in the singles. Coco Goff defeated her eight at eight, 19 years old from the United States of America. There, the Atlanta team sensation. They're ranked number four, seated number four in the world. Uh, she's played the Australian Open four times and she is listed to be playing in both the women's singles and the women's doubles, but I don't see her um, in the draw in, on the women's trouble, doubles draw. But that's Coco Goff who defeated her opponent there to lead into the quarterfinals. 6-1, 6-2.
played that match there on that uh, Rod Flavor Arena. Uh, this particular report is coming to you as the day 8 reporting uh, January the 20th here in the United States, January the 21st in Australia. And then coming up after that is Chinook Center right there. Uh, took that Margaret Court Arena. Genix Center seated number four there, defeated his opponent there, Karen, Karen, how do you pronounce his name there, let's get that name right here, Kirkot, Kirkot, well, number 15 seat there, he defeated the, uh, the number 15 seat, uh, 6, 4, 7, 5, 6, uh, uh, 3, on down on Margaret Court Arena there, fourth round match, Arna uh, Sabalena, smooth on there, defeated the American Amanda Anna Simova, Simova 6-3 at 6-2. And then we're looking here also at John Kane Arena there by Butter, who checked the number 9 seed, defeated her opponent uh, there. Mira Ardreva there, having lost that first set 4-6, but took the second and the third 6-3, 6-2. The final Sissipas is bowed out number 7 seed there, bowed out to number 12 seed uh, Taylor Fritz. Uh, Taylor Fritz defeated uh, him in three sets, or oh, four sets there. 7-6-5-7-6-3-6-3. Taylor Fritz is an American there, seated number 12, 26 years old, uh, has played the uh, Australian Open 70 times. He's competing this year in the men's singles. And the Ukrainian, 21 years old, Marta Kosyuk, has made it to the uh, quarterfinals. Uh, uh, looks like her quarterfinals match is going to be Coco Golf match up there. And uh, she's played the US Open, I'm sorry, the Australian Open four times. Four times. Playing this time in doubles and in singles there. Next match there is going to be Coco Golf. And we're looking right on down there at the uh, at anyone else that might be up and coming playing there. We have a nice little roundup. Let's look and see who the next players are going to be playing uh, here. We have Audrey, Audrey Rublev who's moved on. And his next match is going to be Genex Center. Genex Center in his quarterfinals match. Uh, match up there. Moving on down here to Novak Djokovic. Uh, his next match. Uh, is going to be against uh, if yeah I think his next match is going to be let's check here real quick here thank you so much for taking uh, for uh, being with me here he's going to be playing American Taylor Fritz next in his quarterfinals match so we have Novak Djokovic playing playing up against Taylor Fritz we have Coco Golf who won her match into the quarterfinals going to be playing against Marta. Kashuk, there, that Ukrainian, that one. We have Genix Center, who's, of course, he's going up against, I think we've mentioned here before, Audrey Rublev in his quarterfinals match. Anna Sabalinka there has won her match, and she's going to be going up against Barbara Kuchekova in her quarterfinals match. Taylor Fritz, of course, you know Taylor Fritz, as we've already mentioned him. Those are upcoming matches here. Do we have a schedule for day nine yet? 
You don't have a schedule as of yet for day nine, but you are with Street Now Sports Tennis, specifically coming to you from the United States, where the date here is January the 20th, and Australia is January the 21st, and we're reporting for you from Washington, D.C. I'm Terry, and for Street Now Sports. Okay, today in Street Now News, we have uh, provided a report on... Uh, Stemmed from yesterday's report here, uh, here on January the 21st, Sunday, Trespos on the Face there, Jerry Dwayne Ashford's reporting from Washington, uh, D.C. on uh, members of families thieving, their members of families thieving, uh, calling uh, thieving love when um, we know what love is. Now, what we're reporting here and what we have uh, seen in uh, this particular report here is family members uh, creating falsifications to creating falsifications to elicit solicit false probes investigation of which the family members appeared to have been aligned uh, with the agents that was posing as a governing agent to carry out the investigation and steal let's do that for you again family members have alleged created falsifications that family members alleged created falsifications in a plan in a plan to create a probe or an investigation where the investigation would be done by somebody of their members of their gang and who would steal from the probe person and give to the family members and what we may be seeing here is the family members may have properties of the trade victim family members household properties, furnitures from a Boeing Street address. That includes 55, 60-inch TV, Sony, uh, Google, boxed items, waterfalls, very, very expensive furnishings that may be stashed inside of the family member's houses, of which that family member in Mississippi may have avoided allowing the family member prayed into their homes because he would recognize his own properties. Terry Ashford, we provided you with that particular report uh, this morning. Want you to make sure you stay with us as on yesterday we provided you with drawing predictions which uh, ended up to be uh, music and sounds of life. We reported to you for you to buy you by Terry Dwayne Ashford who also brought you some that G Venture uh, information uh, and also uh, face on it broadcasting by Terry Dwayne Ashford for himself. Uh, you stay with us as we stay with you. Most important news for you today is how the family members appear to have created the falsifications, to have created a probe, uh, and that probe was to steal the properties from the prayed family member and give it to the family members who helped them create the falsification. All while they were to have been attacking the Street Now News journalist. In this particular case, what appeared to have, we have here is the victim, victimizing person is the Street Now News journalist uh, who led the investigation that may have align the family members to the crime. And that is what we are looking at right here. Not knowing who's doing what. 
all while the investigation was going on, the family members who ran the falsifications, who aligned with the criminalized thieving robbery, knew all alone while Terry Dwayne Ashford was suffering that they had his properties. But because of the properties that they had, the family members could not get rid of the evidence soon enough. Therefore, the family members could not allow the victim, their own family member, into their home. And that is what it appears as the family members appear to have abandoned the victimized thieving source of their own family member. Terry Ashford reporting for Eufa Street Now News, also the investigative source here. And we provided an analysis for you this morning. You to take a look at that. Terry Ash for all for you. Reporting for Street Now News, Terry Ash for that TV, that guy, Terry Ash for here, that guy in the car seat. I'm him in the car seat, that guy.